FM, good morning. It is 9.47 and if you've been listening to the show, you would have heard the amazing Aidan O'Connell talking to us about the dilemma that people in their mid-twenties will be facing in terms of where they're going to live. Where are they going to live? Is it going to be country or is it going to be city? But what can people do who decide that they want to make that permanent move? A lot of us have been thinking about this, you know, can we make it work? You know, we're working remotely. Is it a feasible option to actually just buy somewhere down the country and still work? Well, I'm delighted to say Andrew Sheehan, Head of Marketing at Recruiters.ie is with us. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for coming on the show, first of all. Uh, Andrew, lots of people like Aidy know what it's like to work remotely. How, how How should you approach your employer about making it a permanent thing? Yeah, I'll be very, very careful here, Jennifer, just because we're still quite early in this kind of phase of it, although it has been seven months. um, We don't really know the long term impact um, on a company's culture, for instance, or way of working just yet. So I'll just be very cautious for people approaching their employers, particularly many employers might just hear, you know, that as I don't want to come into the office anymore. I don't really want to be here anymore in person. Um, they might hear it that way, even though it's not what you want to try and get across. And a lot of our clients at Recruiters.ie, particularly in the HR area, are just saying that they found that a lot of employees become disengaged during uh, this kind of uh, work from home experiment. And that will be very high on the minds um, of employers. So if you are approaching your employer, make sure that you understand their own opinions on working from home. Make sure that you understand... Um, I suppose they're, um, the, the company's culture, if it's something that they're actually open to or not really at all, and always seek feedback from maybe other managers um, in terms of how you should approach your own manager. Um, and just don't assume that if you go to your manager right now and say this, that everything will be kind of hunky-dory. Okay, can I ask Andrew, because you just mentioned it there, what are the potential negative implications on the office culture? You said there if, uh, let's say, 50% of the office are working remotely. What are the negative sides of that? Uh, Well, there's quite a few negative sides. I was just talking to a a friend of mine who works for a large social media company here um, in Ireland, and uh, I asked him how they were getting on there, and he said, to be honest with you, without the food and the free food and the frills and the comfy couches, I'm not a huge fan of the place. And I think um, a lot of companies are waking up to the whole idea of culture isn't just about free food. It's about uh, being with people, getting on with the people and kind of converting on all of your opinions and values as a group of people. And without that in the office, uh, companies are, are worried about their culture. And ultimately, right now, in terms of employer branding, Uh, Companies are trying to attract um, uh, good talent on the back of their culture. And if everyone's working from home all of a sudden, um, that might look very, very different in in years to come. But I suppose it depends on the industry, right? Absolutely, it does. And it depends on your role as well. Mm. Obviously, Aideen, she's like a brilliant journalist. I follow her a lot on on image.ie and she's having great crack there in Gary. Um, but for a journalist, they're quite used to working on their own and working independently, yeah. um, and that suits them. I wouldn't um, take Aideen's example for everyone. Um, as a marketing person myself, I need to collaborate with uh, other marketing people. I need to sell a, an image or a vision to salespeople or to my managers and 
quite often that needs to be in person. So uh, be, be conscious of uh, not only the industry that you're in, in terms of approaching your boss to do it as full time, but be conscious of your own role and where you want your, your career to go. Because a lot of employers, rightly or wrongly, if you approach them saying that you want to do this full time, I, I want to work remotely full time, you, you don't know. They might overlook you for a promotion and they might not um, put you in, on the lead of a big project coming up. So um, we still, we're still too early in this experiment to know exactly where employers uh, thought is going with it. And with Brexit coming up as well, without sounding too gloomy about it, Jennifer, um, employers are holding their cards close. And I think employees should too as well, just for the moment. It's interesting you say that because um, because we all have this fairy tale dream in our heads that we'd be living in this little cottage in the country, working remotely, talking mm-hmm. to cows and uh, still making, uh, you know, our bread and butter. But that might not be the case for everybody. So uh, so they, that's the, the negative side of it. You need to look at your job, your position and I suppose your own goals within the company. So what if you are like Aideen or what if you, you can work remotely and your position allows that? What, how should you approach approach your boss? Is there a way of doing it or a positive way you can approach the situation? Absolutely, yeah. And it's funny you should say that as well because I was even thinking, I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying uh, working remotely, but I do very much miss the office. But if I was to uh, move down to the country, I would be conscious that winter is also coming as well. And I think this, um, we've kind of lived through this during the summer months. Mm, um, and we could go out for walks when the weather was okay or at least warm, but probably raining. And mm-hmm. um, we could, um, you know, it was long evenings. If in winter, what we see as remote working right now in this kind of long evenings, bammy uh, weather would be completely different in the winter. So I'll just be conscious of that as well, because we'll have to force ourselves to leave the houses in the, in the winter. And that could be, there could be mental issues there, mental health issues there as well. But in terms of approaching your boss about doing this, again, I'll just say, um, build a case. It's quite similar to asking for a raise. You're, I'm mean, really you're asking um, for more flexibility and more freedom. So you need to have proven that you you have done this very very well at home, and that uh, you're capable of doing it over a long period. Um, often employees don't know what's around the corner with employers. Employers might have a big you know plan coming up for the company, um, and so if you're approaching your uh, employer be conscious that they might have big plans in place that is going in a different direction. And so you don't want to be that person that actually, you know, uh, puts your foot in it um, without even knowing that you, you kind of did, if that kind of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Really interesting. I I think the biggest thing I got from that is maybe see how you get on through the winter. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point because like you said, we've been blessed with decent weather over the last couple of months, thank God, in lockdown, we had really good weather. Um, mm. But it might be a very different story in, in February. So would you say yeah. for anybody who might be might have listened to AD and might be thinking about doing this, maybe don't say anything to your boss just now. Get through the winter and see how you feel maybe February time. I do. I, I think that's great advice, Jennifer, just for the moment, because there is, there, like we're, we're quite close to the end of the year and yeah. we'll definitely not a lot more um, in terms of what the company's plans are going into 2021 because 2020 for a lot of employers and companies it's it's just been a bit of a write-off and they're not making any big plans just yet but they will want to have direction and big plans going into 2021 
when those company announcements are made, that's when you can start approaching your employer, uh, knowing in the back of your minds that, uh, you know, that, that my employer will be more open to me working remotely on the back of their plans, or they just won't be on the back of their plans. And also, as you said as well, Jennifer, um, you know, it's like buying a house in the country. A good estate agent will always tell you, look, come here in the winter, mm -hmm. uh, come here when it's rush hour, mm -hmm. come here when, you know, it's not all uh, roses and, and sunshine. And I think it's the same for uh, approaching your boss right now to make remote working a permanent uh, fixture. Really good advice. Uh, thank you so much. That is Andrew Sheehan from recruiters.ie. Just want to thank him for that advice. Hopefully it will help people who do want to make that remote working arrangement a permanent thing, or I hope it will really make you think about maybe getting through the winter and just just waiting to see how you feel then, because that's going to be really, really important. Whatever you decide to do, just um, maybe take your time when you're making the decision. Anyway, we'll be back right after this.